0: God my, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ glory be to Jesus Christ glory forever before I begin the sermon I just want to say it's such an amazing thing to see all of you here in person been, it feels like it's been way too long since the parish now exudes this, this grace that when we stand together when we sing together that comes along with it I'm also very happy that we're also doing the tone of the day. I'm very surprised when I came here and started doing tone two. It's it's such such a great thing that even the tradition of the ancient church being preserved in this church. With that said, let's get into the gospel. So for any of us who have studied the Jewish law, you would know that this encounter with Christ in the Gospel went against the law. Because for any Old Testament scholar reading this, or for that matter, any Jew who was there in person witnessing this, they would have been reminded of the leprosy laws that are found in Leviticus, specifically in Leviticus chapter 13, which states, now the leper on whom the sword is, his clothes shall be torn and his head bare. And he shall cover his mustache and cry, unclean, unclean, he shall be unclean. All the days he has the sword, he shall be unclean. He is unclean and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. This was a law during the time of Moses and fast-forwarding in the time of Christ. This law had created a new society, for there were leper colonies outside the walls of the city where those who were sick with leprosy were forced to live in squalor. As a matter of fact, anyone who was considered unclean was forced to live outside the walls of the city. Now the life of one who lived with leprosy was terrible because the disease was rotting their very flesh away. And there was so little love for one who was unclean and more so for those who had leprosy. Because the prevailing Jewish thought on diseases and why people got sick was because they believed God, that they had sinned against God, and now God is punishing them. Hence the reason why the disciples asked Jesus, who sinned with regards to the blind man who was born blind in John chapter 9. So the people would look at those with this affliction and say, they got what they deserved. And the worst part yet, for the family of the leper, they would only be able to go and drop off supplies. There would not be any further exchanges than that. Because anyone who touches something that is unclean or someone who is unclean they themselves are made unclean. Therefore, with this said, there was no hope for someone who was a leper. There were no hospitals for them to get any treatment, and especially for someone who had an advanced stage of leprosy which covered their whole being. There would have been very few people who would even wish to look at such a person, Therefore, for this leper in this gospel portion, his life was already at the very lowest point. He had nothing left to lose. Therefore, when he hears of Christ, he does not let the law get in his way. But rather, he just goes after this miracle worker that he heard of, whose name is Jesus. But the interesting thing is of it is approach Jesus as if he was a rabbi or a priest or even a prophet. No, with faith, this man with leprosy came to Christ as Lord and not just any ruler, but as one who rules over all things, even the leprosy which afflicted him, saying, Lord, if you are willing you can make me clean." Because of this leper's faith and action, God was moved into action. Christ performs two miracles in His one act of healing. The first is obvious. It is the restoration of the leper. He is cleansed of his affliction, and then he is made whole again. And the second, is a restoration of his personhood. What do I mean by this? This leopard never received any compassion once he got his affliction. And most likely he was never even greeted, but turned aside, never even embraced, not even by his family. Therefore, the first thing Christ does when he sees this man suffering, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually, the first thing Christ does is he reaches out and touches him, the first human contact which this leper may have had after months or years of suffering. This man's restoration was only possible by him taking that initiative and saying to himself, Today, I will go and get better. Today, nothing will get in my way as I go towards the great miracle worker, Jesus, my Lord. My dear brothers and sisters, restoration is available for each and every single one of us, just as it was available for this leper. But we must make the conscious decision to go to him without anything getting in our way. Now none of us may be leprous but each and every single one of us have clothed ourselves in our fallen nature yet again. Whenever we sin we put on that old vestment of corruption. We put on that old disease that was once cast out at our baptism. We seek for whatever reason, or even enjoy, the disease of addiction to sin. Therefore, just like this leper in this gospel account, let us take the initiative to go to Christ in repentance through holy confession without anything holding us back be that pride or shame over the sins that we have to confess, or any other responsibility which we are making as excuses for not wanting to confess our sins. My dear brothers and sisters, in this Lent, what perfect time than to repent and prepare ourselves for the glorious resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do not delay in this act of repentance, but take hold onto the Blessed Sacrament of Confession, so that we all may return to God. Christ has shown time and time again, throughout the entirety of the Gospel, that He is always moved with compassion for His creation. He is always ready to heal us, both of our physical diseases and more importantly of our spiritual ones. when we even have the minor inclination to return to Him. He will move heaven and earth just to be with us. But for this to occur, this means we must put off that garment of sin and corruption. Or more precisely, I should say it like this, we must ask God for the of our disease ridden garment. For it will only be through His grace and His mercy that we will be able to become whole, just as the leper was made whole. Therefore, today, just as the leper went and prostrated himself before Christ, asking Him to make him clean, let us beseech Christ throughout this Lenten season for the healing of our fallen nature so that each and every single one of us may be made whole. May all glory and honor be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we remember Father John Matthews for the departed clergy. Your feet shall be clothed in righteousness, and your saints in glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. For your servant David's sake, turn not away the face of your anointed, the Lord's word to David.